Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. Okay, so we've got a lot to talk about this week. Um, As per the poll request, um, paranormal won the most, and then sex and relationships came second, and then third was Am I the Asshole? So the next few podcasts will be sex and relationships is today and then we'll do some am i the asshole next week and if you are on our patreon you will probably get some more am i the asshole reaction videos too soon so stay tuned all right so should we jump right into uh my big news yeah okay sad though grab the tissues (laughs) i'm just kidding um but seriously it, it is a little sad yeah the end of an era it is i mean who knows we'll see but <laughs> don't say that no, no i know i'm i'm actually far more confident than i have been whenever i moved in with someone but that's the news everyone i have moved in with my boyfriend i'm pretty much all moved in i just have like a few things left the apartment up there is cleaned um everything is packed uh his house is a nut house right now because i have a billion clothes and shoes and knickknacks honestly i think an angel was watching over me because originally i had booked a cargo van at u-haul but then we got there and they're like you don't have a reservation today it's next week and i was like "Fuck!" (laughs) i was like okay well do you have a truck they're like, yeah, we've got like a 10 foot or 15. And I was like, I'll take the 10 footer. Um, and I'm glad we did because we ended up needing every fucking inch of the 10 foot van and the cargo van wouldn't have worked at all. So some freaking angel up there was shaking their head at me like this fucking bitch thinks she can get away with a cargo van. What is she stupid? So it all worked out. Um, I spent like eight hours yesterday moving. <laughs> I didn't get home till like 9.30 once we grabbed Grimm and I got Rita's for us because he was a very good boyfriend and was amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm moving in with a, with a boy. Was the van expensive? Um, The van, I think the van was going to be like 40 and then the 10 footer was like 55. Oh, that's not bad at all. No. Did you get it for one day? Yeah, you you got it for like 24 hours. Okay. You can rent it for longer, but like ours was just a local move. And it was funny because um, my boyfriend filled out the gas and he's like, are you going to reimburse me for gas? And I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, it's 20 cents. <laughs> it was 20 cents. I was like, oh, God, that's going to put a dent in the bank account. But it worked out. Um, pretty much all uh, moved out. Just I think we'll have, I have one more trip today and then one more trip for like a few things up there and then it is done. So you feeling good about it? Yeah, I feel really good about it. It's been good. We got like I got like cheesy bread last night and we made popcorn. We watched a documentary and like I mean it's just been nice like settling in there, moving around. I, I mean, it just feels really natural. So it's been really That's nice. That's good. It yeah. should feel natural. It should. Last time I moved in with someone did not go very well. So this is great already. I like this. It's nice. So things are good. I can't wait to unpack, but I probably won't have time tonight because I'm going to get home and be exhausted. And tomorrow I work nine hours, so there's no fucking way. It's maybe Tuesday. Yeah. It feels nice to at least have all my stuff pretty much out, though. It's sad, though. The house is so freaking empty. I know. I know. I haven't ever lived by myself, really, so it just feels lonely. See, I like living by myself. I like it. I mean, it's the dynamic of this house makes sense for us. You have your own, I quote, apartment. Mm -hmm. So you are living by yourself, but Mm -hmm. it's also nice to know that you have someone else inside the building. Totally. You know what I mean? It's not just by yourself. Yeah. So for me, this tiny little person in this big old house is great. And you should ask uh, your boyfriend to move in. You just threw that out there, didn't you? I support it. Why? Him moving in? Yeah, why? It's kind of like, okay. I was mentioning to one of my other friends, this was actually a few months ago, we were having like a talk about me moving in with my boyfriend because he had, he's been mentioning it for a while now, like for a while. And I'm like, because I'm, you know, I have trauma. 
Um, Did he give you subtle hints or something? He was like, when are you going to move in? <laughs> okay, so not subtle. so subtle. No, no, no. I think it started off subtle, like, yeah, it'd be easier if you lived here. And then it was like, okay, like, are you going to move in? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, give me, give me a second. But anyway, I was talking to her about it, and she was like, are you, like, scared? Like, I know things happen with your ex. Like, what if things, like, go wrong? And I was like, but you know what the thing is? Like, okay, first we'll do my ex. When I moved in with my ex the last time, um, moved to a different state to be with him again, and uh, it crumbled very quickly after I moved in. Two months later, we were done. This, well, one, this feels different because... I'm not moving to a, a different state again. I'm literally like 15 minutes away. And two, I feel a lot more secure in this relationship. And then three, I also told her like, if it's going to fail, let it fail fast. I'm 33, you know, I'm 33. And if it's going to fail because we can't live together, then I'd rather know now so that I can meet the person that I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. But honestly, I think it's going to be good because we have a pretty good line of communication and stuff. But like I said, fail fast, uh, find the right person is kind of how I feel about it all. I like that perspective. Yeah. You can either like continue on as you've been doing. Like I probably could have put this off for what, like another year or whatever. But like now I'll know like if we mesh and then like we won't waste each other's time if we don't. But like I said, I think it'll be fine. So it's just... Take the risk. You gotta know. I mean, that's fair. And you're, you uh, you felt pretty good right now. Yeah, I feel great. I can't wait to go home. He's gonna make food. I'm gonna curl up and watch a movie, maybe. That sounds nice. I'm very excited about it. I can't wait to unpack. Now, house's layout of his, it's a condo. Mm-hmm. So it's like two bedroom, one bedroom. So you walk in and to the right is his office. He's kind of taking it as his office. You could technically make that a bedroom. And then there's a big um, living room, kitchen area. It's like an open concept. There's a sunroom. And then his bedroom is on the right of the kitchen. So, like, it's, like, pretty close. And then go upstairs, and that's my office now. So you're going to do massage and stuff there? Mm, maybe. I mean, right now it's just girly, and it's where I'll go to write and, like, chill by myself. And if he has, like, the boys over for you, I'll see, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go upstairs and watch New Girl and paint my nails and put a face mask on and be by myself. I mean, that's kind of nice. You each have your own little office or, like, your own little space as a room. It's so nice. When he was like, you can take the upstairs as yours, I was like, good. Because your girl needs silence. Your girl needs hermit time. Your girl needs alone time. I love alone time. I need it. Like the other night, I was very emotional. I was having like a bad day. I was crying a lot. And I just kind of like went upstairs. And I put like I had incense on. I had Lana Del Rey playing. I was crying and writing. And it was nice. He like came up. He like knocked. He's like, can you want some food? I was like, yes. And then he like left. And I was like, perfect. Because I just want to be alone right now. But I mean, the majority of the time, I'm happy to spend with him but you know sometimes your girl needs alone time because i'm very much a very independent creature i think everyone needs alone time mm-hmm. i agree it's good for you mm-hmm. so yeah i think you guys should try it out see what happens maybe <laughs> well that's how i feel about it it's not like we're in our 20s you know we're not like young and like 20 somethings like I mean that I understand if you asked me like 10 years ago you know like hey live with your boyfriend I'd be like are you kidding no way totally now that mid-30s I don't know I think things are a lot different see I times different yeah I feel the older you get definitely the faster time is going yeah oh yeah and I don't know in my opinion tomorrow's not always guaranteed so True. Yeah, and, like, I was having a conversation with my boyfriend because, obviously, I moved in with, like, Tony when I was, like, 23, 10 years ago. Crazy. And I was a baby. And so we were just talking about, like, that. And I was, like, I am a – I'm, like, a 33-year-old woman. Like, I know who I am. I'm not, like, 23 and, like, confused about who I am and what I want. Like, I'm, like, no, this is who I am. Well, I mean, I first lived with my boyfriend when I was 24 – and I think we moved in quickly together, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, 
but I already had a not a great feeling going into it to begin with because, you know, I just got my own space and then he just kind of came and invaded my space and then mm-hmm. it was too small for him. And so he kept getting in fights with like other people in the house. So he wanted to move out and he wanted to go with them. And at the time I should have said no because I wasn't secure about it. So that was my experience with that one. It was horrible. And I was 24. I was so young. So young. And then all the things that have happened between 24 and now, I'm like, Jesus, I should never have moved in. And I should have just had fun because I I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, that's now you have experience, though. You can look at things that you did and, like, I know, but then with my... The next boyfriend I lived with, moving in with him, I had a panic attack. <laughs> J? No, B. Oh, oh, yeah. The cancer boyfriend? Mm-hmm. I had a huge, I remember we were in, I was with my mom and we were unpacking stuff in like the new kitchen. And I was like, he had so much stuff, like I don't even know. And I just, it didn't feel right. And I had this panic attack and I'm yeah. in the kitchen. I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. I felt that way with tea sometimes. No, we already know. Hey, Tony, what's up? Shout out to Tony. What's up? So I don't know. And I didn't feel good about that. So I just, if I don't feel good about it now in my life, you're just like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to trust yeah. my instinct and not do it. Exactly. Exactly. Totally agree. So anyway, yeah, I think we've learned a lot. We've grown a lot. And yeah, we know to listen to our intuition. Yeah, like I feel really good about this. I feel really happy. That's good. If you're happy, that's all that matters. You're happy. He's happy. Yeah. I think I I asked him. He was like, yeah, I'm really happy you're here. I'm like, okay, yeah. Might as well just jump in and see what happens. That's my thought on it. I'm laughing because you just like dived into it. <laughs> You're just like, oh hey, this is blah blah blah. I'm like, oh. I'm a I'm a little love goddess. I actually just made my friend a little like love spell satchel thing for her to do, and I wrote her instructions and everything. She gonna do it? I hope so. I was like, burn the first candle until it burns down, and like concentrate on what you want, and then burn this candle every night for a few minutes while you meditate on the person that you want to be with, the kind of person. Does she have a person in mind? I don't know. No, I think, and I would never do a love spell, like, activated to one person. It's more like a soulmate drawing spell. And I was also like, also, you should probably do some shadow work about your relationships while you're also doing this to further it. So, Hmm. pretty cool. So, yeah, me, little love goddess. That's who I be. So, do you have to set up your new altars and stuff? Um, I already did that in the upstairs bedroom, um, at my office. I already have like a little thing I put some stuff on. It's probably going to be smaller. Um, then I'm not probably not going to have three. I'm probably just going to have like one and then maybe like one little thing with shells and stuff on it for my girl Venus. Yeah. And you also told me that there's no spooky stuff that's been going on over there. No, not really. I mean, I feel some things sometimes, but I'm not scared. Like, I feel really, like, secure and safe, so I don't know. That's good. Yeah. You sleeping? Yeah. You finally getting your sleep you've been wanting to catch up on for so long? It depends. I mean, it's usually my fault. Like, if I know I have to wake up early, I kind of panic and then I don't sleep well, so. Oh. Just fair. That's fair. So, yeah. That's uh, that's going on in my world. Well, I'm sad. But I'm happy that you have, you know, it's a big step. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah, me too. I'm just like, let's just get started on the rest of our lives. If we're meant to be, we're meant to be. Am I right? Am I right? I like it. Am I right? So you can get married in the Redwoods. Yeah. On Halloween. No, just kidding. I'm going to do a spring wedding this time. I'm going to wear fairy wings. Yeah. And I want a pink engagement ring. A pink engagement ring? Yeah. You can pull it off. I already have, like ones that I want I have one that I really want <laughs> I have no comment because I've never looked at rings in my life ever I'm a girly girl and Venus is my goddess so I've always been into that stuff like and I when someone like is like oh yeah I got married my husband last fall I'm like tell me everything where did you get married what did your dress look like let me see your ring and they're like oh yeah 
yeah. I'm like, what were your flowers? Like, I'm obsessed with that stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. Nah, not me. I want to know all the time. I've always been this way, though. I every, mean, yeah, every time I get clients, they'll be like, oh, we just got married, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, congratulations. And I just leave it at that. Nah. No, I'm crazy. I don't do that with guys. But the only time girls. I've been like really into someone's wedding story was when we had the this like they were parents of the daughter, and they got married at the zoo. And then I was like, yes. "Tell me everything about the zoo." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, everyone's got different things, and honestly, the thing is, the marriage is more important than the wedding. But weddings are fun to talk about and imagine. I'm a girly girl. Yeah, eh, it's fine. Whatever. Okay, so do you have any recs? We actually have watched three horror movies. Noise, noise. Since last time I saw you. What did you watch? Um, one we watched was Hellfest. That mm-hmm. was on Tubi. Okay. And I think it was in theaters a while ago, circa like 2018, I believe. Okay. And that one was pretty decent. Yeah. Of course, it's kind of like you're yelling at people because they do stupid shit in a movie. Because you're like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. But it was very, it was entertaining. It kept you like, it kept you entertained. Okay. And another one he actually recommended was a hole in the ground, um, on HBO. That was pretty decent. It's kind of like a slow burn. Mm, okay. You would like it. I'm not gonna give anything away because it's hard to explain without. Giving it away. Yeah, we I didn't even watch the trailer, nothing. Mm-hmm. So that one was decent. And then last night we watched The Descent. Ooh. That's an older one. That's yeah. like circa 2006. I've seen yeah. it before. He hasn't, but a lot of people at his work, he said, were recommending it on the horror list. So I was like, we can watch it. And I've always liked it. It's yeah. creepy. It gives you anxiety because it's like cave, like splunking, so like tight spaces yeah. and crawling and stuff. I haven't watched it because of that. Honestly. It's he had anxiety watching it. He said like before it got to the scary part, just the fact that mm-hmm. like small spaces, dark. It's there's a second one which I don't remember the second one too well, but the descent is good. Okay, it's creepy. So. Those are like the horror movies we watched, and that's a lot of horror. That's a lot of horror. I can't wait to watch I love Halloween. it. I know. I'm so excited for October. I am too. I'm going to watch all the horror movies. Even though I watch them now, but I'm going to like make it more of an effort. Well, that's what Matt and I do every Halloween. We we watch Halloween movies the whole month. Like, whether it's horror or like practical magic or something wicked this way come. Like, and you got to throw Hocus Pocus in there. Yeah, and Halloween Town, all the classics. Of course, of course. I want to do the Mansfield prison. That was fun. We went last year. It was super was fun. it scary? I mean, I think it was. We like had the thing where they touched us. So you have to sign something. Yeah, you have to pay extra, and you have to sign something. Why do they touch you? They like will pull your hair, or, like oh. like grab you a little bit, but they, it's not like bad. They'll just like nah, not like hard or anything. They love me, of course. Well, I was like, ah! I know, because you scream. I'll be like, guys, it. don't touch me. Um, it was funny. That was kind of like what Hellfest was. It's a like a horror, not like a theme park, but it's a bunch of like haunted houses where they can touch you and stuff. So yeah. I recommend all three of those. Yeah, they ask. Okay. Cool. Just wait till spooky season and then you'll get a lot of horror recommendations. All right. Well, okay, cool. Do you have any recs? I have also a lot of recs today. Um, first of all, we saw Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. I was so obsessed with it. It felt like three hours was like, it just didn't feel like long at all to me. I was like so into it. I love anything historical. And like, I already watched like almost all of Kiki Blinders with Killian Murphy. So I already love like Killian Murphy. He's a sexy man. He is. And he's amazing. And like, like in history pieces. And this was such like a stunning way to do it just like the way it was shot i mean christopher nolan is a fucking genius with that it was it was so good it was so good i liked it more than barbie well i actually have a non-rec because we went to go see the meg too do you like it no Oh, okay. I forgot we went to the movies. Because I remember I was like, I want to go see it on the last podcast. And then we saw it and I'm like, yeah, I knew it would be bad. But like, it was bad. Well, there you go, guys. There's one movie that's absolutely amazing. If you like anything historical. Um, 
and you like beautiful cinematography, I fully recommend Oppenheimer. I mean, they even have Einstein in it. It's super fucking cool. It's very, yeah, it's intense. Yeah, well, that movie, remember, the box office tied with Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was huge. Well, I know. I wanted to see that one because like, I was like, I, I need to see this because my grandfather was involved in that project. So what's your take on Florence's nude scene? Since wasn't she getting a lot of flack? I mean, I, I guess. Because they're saying she was too heavy or something. What? Yeah. She's fucking gorgeous. I know. People are just shitty. They'll come at you if you're too thin. They'll come at you if you're not thin enough. It's so fucking stupid. Mm. So. Okay. I think she looked amazing. The movie was amazing if you like history. Um, I also finished uh, The Caller, the Shadowfell series um, by Juliet Marillier. The Caller is the last one. It is a stunning end to a beautiful series that I recommend. And I started a new book and I'm not like super far into it, but I really like it so far. Okay, it's called The Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels by India Holton. And I'm just going to read the description really quick. So funny. Okay. A prim and proper lady thief must save her aunt from a crazed pirate and his dangerously charming henchman in this fantastical historical romance. Woo! Two of my favorite things. Cecilia is the ideal Victorian lady. She's also a thief. Like the other members of the Wisteria Society crime sorority, she flies around England drinking tea, blackmailing friends, and acquiring treasure by interesting means. Sure, she has a dark and traumatic past and an overbearing aunt, but all things considered, it's a pleasant existence. Until the men show up. Ned Lightborn is a sometimes assassin who is smitten with Cecilia from the moment they meet. Unfortunately, that happens to be while he's under direct orders to kill her. His employer, Captain Marveth, who who possesses a gothic abbey bristling with cannons and an unbridled hate for the world, intends to rid England of all its presumptuous women, starting with the Wisteria Society. Ned has plans of his own, but both men have made one grave mistake. Never underestimate a woman. When Morvath imperils the Wisteria Society, Cecilia is forced to teen up with her handsome would-be assassin to save the woman who raised her, hopefully proving once and for all that she's as much of a scoundrel as the rest of them. It's so cute! I love it! I was, like, starting to read it today, and just, like, the voice of the novel is so, like, quirky and, like, charming and, like, silly, and I'm like, okay, I'm into this. Like, I can't wait to read this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm into it. So those are my recs this week. I don't, I, mm, I, I kind of, uh, no, what? it's not really, I was going to say, I kind of have a rec. It's also kind of a non-rec. You also made me say if I have a rec, non-rec, what is it? Uh, I don't really know if I would put it in the non-rec exactly. It's a beautiful movie. It's shot beautifully. Young Marlon Brando. Can't go wrong. But um, it's pretty heavy. It's called A Streetcar Named Desire. I'm not going to say it's a non-rec. It's a, it's a very classic movie. Like it's a very like famous classic movie. But there were some. It, it was it's very dark, very dark, very heavy. Hmm. So, yeah, if you're into dark and heavy. Um, anything else, or should we get into the podcast? I think that's it going on in my world. Okay. Well, shall we dive into sex on relationships? Yes, ma'am. Okay. We were talking about weddings. I found a um, a Reddit post, and it is called "Friend is a Bridesmaid in the Unpaid Labor Circus." What? Yes. Um, right. So I guess there's a list of demands. Okay. So apparently, this is a list okay. for the wedding invitees like a bridezilla thing yeah it's from bridezillas okay Okay. hey fam very long message incoming with information and prep please be sure to read it thoroughly and please 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 respond with an actual message once you have has everyone requested leave for the wedding if so from what date and times are you available timeline thursday october 19th 9 a.m to 12 p.m hopefully Setting up at the venue involves moving furniture, attention to detail, etc. We will need as many hands as possible. Thursday, rehearsal dinner, likely starting at the venue to do a run-through of the ceremony after we finish setup, then dinner at a burger burger joint to have a debrief and a plan of action for the next day. Friday, October 20th, wedding day! Bridesmaids and my family will need to be at the hotel no later than 7.30 a.m. 
Hair starts at 8 a.m. Please wear a button-up shirt, no bra, so there are no bra lines on shoulders. Jesus. Boys will be at the venue from around 10 a.m. to do last-minute touches. If we cannot set up on Thursday, boys need to be at the venue at 9 a.m. with everything you need for the day. Lead-up tasks. I still need to make the centerpieces. I still need help. These things are the bane of my existence. We need to sort the groomsmen's suits and blank and my dad's. Y'all, more to come from blank on this one. We need to decide who is giving speeches. We will have several and then an open floor for anyone who wants to say anything. Set speeches so far will be my mom, my dad, blank, blank. We still need at least one from the groomsmen. If anyone else wants to be included in the list of speeches, let me know. Blank. One of you will be responsible for the rings on the day. On the day, we will need people to do the following things. One, pick up the flowers from the forest. Bouquets will need to be dropped at the hotel in town and the other flowers carefully driven to the venue and attached to the arch and post. The florist will show you how to do this. Two, errand runner. Someone will need to be on standby for last minute emergency shit that we forgot. Three, we will need someone to start the music for the ceremony. I'll have all of the playlists made, but someone will need to start the music when guests start arriving and then switch it to the ceremony playlist and be responsible for pausing it, changing volume at appropriate moments. Four, someone needs to pick up the speakers the night before the wedding and take them to the venue the day of and get them set up in the morning. Five, we will need someone to move the flowers from the archway to the head table after the ceremony and the bundles of amaranthus will need to be moved from the aisle to each of the round tables inside. Six, the speakers will need to be moved from the ceremony area into the reception area after the ceremony. Seven, someone needs to be exceedingly familiar with all the guests at the wedding to help the photographer wrangle people for group photos. This one will take some prep work. And she did like a cool emoji face. We need one person at the end of the night who won't be too drunk to help make sure everyone has a ride home and can figure out the technology to go to ride if they don't have one. Read My American Family. As we have a getaway car picking us up at 1130 and the venue shuts at 12. Nine, someone needs to pick up any gifts and cards to take with them that night as we don't want anything getting lost or broken when the venue packs up. 10, Saturday, someone will need to go collect all the other things from the venue no later than 9 a.m. They should have it all packed and set aside for us. I believe our rental company will pick up the big stuff. 11, the speakers will also need to be picked up from the venue. These are rented until Sunday or Monday, I think. These will need to be brought to Blank's house where the Saturday lunch will be. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. 12, Saturday lunch. We will gather at blank, I think, at 12 or 1 p.m. for a barbecue. This is to say thank you to everyone for putting on a fabulous show and a huge amount of effort. This is also an opportunity for everyone to properly mix and mingle with family. I know my parents are so excited to meet slash see everyone. Really important that we have the whole bridal and groom's party there. 13. Oh, I'm still going? <laughs> this is the last one. 13. On Saturday, we will also need someone to run and pick up blank from daycare and bring him to blank. Pickup will need to be before 12 p.m. Okay, so I probably would have stopped reading after like one or two. That's a lot for your for your party to handle. That's like a lot of work. You're expecting everyone to do the work for free? Well, sounds like you're expecting everyone to do the work for you. Yeah. And you're just going to show up for your wedding. Yeah. That's bossy, man. That's crazy. There are some things that you can ask for help with at the wedding, of course, but that's everything. That's the cake. That's decorations. That's flowers. That's gifts. That's freaking help the photographer. That's be a DJ. Like you're literally having everyone do your wedding for you. Why don't you pay for this stuff? You might as well get a wedding planner. Right, exactly. But I'm guessing they probably can't afford a wedding planner. And so that's why they're having everyone do it for them. But is it everyone or is it just sounds like people in the wedding party, like groomsmen, bridesmaids, parents? Uh, I don't, I, who's, who's OP? Oh, okay. Okay, so someone said clicking on this photo made me audibly gasp. And then OP said, I must admit, at first I was wondering if this was a first draft of a novel. I don't know. It might be like close friends and family and like people in the wedding party. Okay, yeah. OP says, given that this was sent to the party three days before the wedding, I really can't agree that this was well organized. I feel bad for my friend for having to deal with the stress of spending money on hair, dress, ETC, and be asked to miss two days of work to be someone's glorified errand girl. Oh, so I guess her friend was in the wedding party and her friend sent this to OP and OP posted it because they were like, this is fucking crazy. 
Holy moly. Have you seen the one that's where the bridesmaids send like all the rules? Yes. That they, the bridesmaids, the bride said, yeah, the bride sends all the rules where the bridesmaids have to follow. Yeah. There are so many like that. It's crazy. It's insane. Y'all are crazy. Yeah. There are some brides that take it way too far. OP also said, not to mention the happy couple get to fuck off early and leave everyone to clean up their mess the following morning. Like what? LOL. That's true. Yeah. I don't like that's that not either. fair. They're like, you're like set up. You have to like help us decorate and then you tear down and then you help the photographer and then you make sure everyone gets home safely and get into like Ubers and stuff. And then you have to clean and then you have to get the speakers and then you have to like, what girl? Like weddings are a lot of work, especially weddings the ones, the people that are in the wedding party. And you know what? When the wedding starts, you just need to have fun. You know, like after like the ceremony part, just have fun. You shouldn't have to worry about that stuff. I understand that weddings are stressful as I have been in a few weddings. And I've been I have, so many weddings. Right. And I've been, obviously, I've had my own wedding. But I don't think I would ever feel comfortable asking for that much help. That's fucking crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I didn't get a, like a 13 long list of things I had to do for your wedding. So I think we're good. I just I just like the audacity the audacity what that's crazy I know y'all are crazy and it's like well it's the wedding at the time they're stressed they crack under all this pressure I'm like part of me thinks a little bit that's always been inside you yeah so a lot of people lose friendships (sighs) yeah like after it it's I don't know I just I just don't have that personality in me to treat everyone like shit Mm. that are trying to help you out. Mm. But I can't relate because I've never, like, been in that position of being a bride. It's hard, but that's – you can't expect everyone to do everything for you. No, but like I said, like, I just don't think it's in my personality to, like, go crazy. Mm, I hear you. I don't think I was a bridezilla at all. And I still got caught up in my wedding, but still. You were the worst bridezilla ever. I know. Such, Such a bitch. bitch. <laughs> Jinx. What is I? Such a bitch. Huge bitch. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like I didn't ask that much, honestly. No, but I'm also talking about, like, when you go and try on your dresses and you're mean to the staff and, oh, like, God, things like that no. as well. I would never. No, like that, no. I would never. Even, like, my bridesmaids, I was, like, show up to these things if you want. And, I mean, Julia and Lex organized my bachelorette and, like, bridal shower. But I think that's tradition, though. You have your friends do that, right? Yeah, but, I mean, like, the venue set up everything. The venue took care of the cake. The venue took care. We, like, we hired a DJ that the venue recommended. We hired a photographer that the venue recommended. Like, I wasn't, like, expecting anyone to go do all this shit for me. Like, that's so crazy. Okay, how about this one? This is under uh, relationship advice. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I, 26 female, lost interest after seeing his 23 male penis for the first time. I'm about to spit out my drink. <laughs> what? Okay. Please proceed. This is by special-b23. I am intrigued. <clears throat> I've been online dating for a while now. Bunch of trial and error. Yeah. And yesterday, I decided to hang out with this new guy. I told him and I told myself I didn't want to hook up because I think it's best to take our time getting to know each other. We spent a significant amount of time together just hanging out, watching movies, and cuddling. It was honestly nice. Eventually, we did end up getting more handsy and we began to make out. While we were kissing, he led my hands to his pants, which I didn't mind. But his penis was very small and thin. (laughs) Sorry. And that's why I picked it, because I was like, what? Don't hold back, lady. What the fuck? All right, all right, go on. Uh, maybe four inches max. I, isn't the average, like, 5.5? I thought it was six. I thought it was five and a half inches. Apparently that big of an inch makes a difference. I guess. I don't know. I still kept playing with it and even gave him head because he wanted it, but I felt really awkward with the size. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. I'm really, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh. God damn it. It's because I'm laughing. (laughs) Well, and it's just like crazy. Okay. 
Um, we didn't attempt to have sex because I'm on my period, but even if I wasn't, I'm not sure how pleasurable it would be. I'm a girl who usually gets really wet down there, so I sometimes have to wipe me and my partner to regain that friction since it's so slippery. The last guy I was with was maybe five inches, and it kept slipping out. This reminds me of Sex in the City. Samantha? I, yeah. <laughs> Where she's like, he I love you. Small. Yeah. He's like, you ever think your vagina is too big? That's what I'm thinking. Like, right now, this is what this reminds me of. <clears throat> I'm afraid with a smaller penis, penetration just might not be pleasurable. I feel really bad that I kind of lost interest because no man chooses his size. Ultimately, he can't help that he's smaller. This is so crazy. I know there are other ways we probably could try to have fun sexually, but I think that he might be a bit vanilla in bed as he doesn't know what his kinks are, nor can he identify if he's even a dom switch or sub. Okay, but that's... You don't have to be a dom switch or a sub. That's only if you're into... Okay, whatever. At this point, we might just be sexually incompatible. Anyone here been with a smaller man but have a great sex life? How did you do it? I would appreciate any tips on sex with a partner who is smaller. Please no judgmental comments. I really don't want to be shallow and cut him off over something like this, but it's really bothering me. <laughs> I'm waiting for your thoughts. I mean, sometimes, is it the size or the motion of the ocean? Listen. <laughs> there are all kinds of things to make a sex life better. There are toys. If you want to go that route, there's his tongue. Oh, that's true. Have him do oral on you. And then I don't know, give him head. If it's that small, head should be easy. Well, remember we talked about my virginity story where my guy lost the virginity too was like super small. Same. But I was like, oh, sex doesn't hurt at all. What's yeah. the big deal? And yep. then you had sex with a normal like size guy. Yep. And then I was like, oh my God. So that, okay. Same. So I can kind of see her point, but then, yeah, it is shallow if we're just, you know. Yeah, I mean, and the, just the fact that she's like, well, he doesn't know what his kinks are, and he doesn't even know if he's a dom switch or sub. Like, he, girl, not everyone has to be a dom switch or sub. Some people aren't into that, and that's fine. Well, if she's 23, he's probably, what, around the same age? He's 26. Oh. Some people just get started later in life. That's, that's true. <laughs> she knows what she likes so you could date a guy with a small penis i feel like this is that new girl episode where just we talked about this tries to date the guy with a micro penis yeah it doesn't doesn't sound like it's micro though huh it doesn't sound like it's micro it's not micro no 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 no. i yeah i would i would at least try yeah let's see what we could work with i like oral you can use your fingers you can go down on you whatever Get creative so it doesn't sound like she knows what her kinks are mm. um kind construction 57 said you could simply ask him what he position what position he likes his partners in this should tell you what positions he does well in this approach might take away some of the awkwardness um someone said muggles suck <laughs> funny said one of my favorite former lovers was extremely less endowed and maybe even smaller than the fellow that you're describing but we had a really fun vigorous sex life he was superb at cunnilingus and playful and rough. We got really good at all the other ways to play in addition to intercourse. Like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Street Passenger 1151 said, Also, you say you were into kinky sex. It will definitely be easier to deep throat and face fuck without fear of pu- puking or hurting your larynx. Larynx. You know, if you're into that. Uh, OP said, definitely into that. Thank you. That's true. That's true. She's going to Facebook. just going to hurt a lot less. I was just telling my boyfriend how I was on erotic Twitter and I was reading like some like pretty hardcore BDSM shit. And like, it was like these girls were getting like face fucked with dildos that are like 10 inches long until tears are streaming down their face. Jesus. And then getting, like, flogged and whipped until they, like, need, like, serious aftercare and are shivering under the covers, like. Is that what they want? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, some people are into that. If she's into that, okay. Um, someone, uh, science is lice, said, to go off the kink thing, if you like him otherwise and are able to find positions you like with him, you can always bring up the kinky stuff. A lot of people are interested but don't know how to start. It's worth the conversation. I mean... <laughs> What? Someone said easier for anal, too. True. 
I think it is important though, if you're going to have a relationship where you need to be compatible, not only mentally, emotionally, but physically. Yeah, because like if you're mentally and emotionally, but you don't have a physical connection, that's more like a friend. Yeah, I would know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. So I physical intimacy is very, very important in a relationship. Totally. And you need to have that with the person you want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. So I guess she'll if she can't get past see. it, then yeah. I'd say if I were, I'd give it a try, though. What, yeah, what do you got to lose? Just give it a try. Yeah. That way you know you tried. Either you're like, oh, this is better than I expected. I mean, the thing is she liked him enough to, like, fuck around with him. So might as well, like, at least try for, like, a couple more dates. Well, he's also seen patient. Mm-hmm. She's, you know. Yeah. So. Huh? Well, and then uh, someone backed me up and said, fingering toys, oral, etc. go a long way. Yeah. Right. Exactamundo. Yes. I like the Like, my last relationship started out really slow. Yeah. And then the, my relationship now is like, shabam. And I'm like, ooh, Shabby. I really liked it right off the top. That way you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she's, she's just keep wasting his time if she can't figure out, like, if she's attracted to him or not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just my, just give it time. Uh, like, at least a couple more dates. If you can't get past it, you can't get past it. Yeah. But if you can, great. Yeah. And, you know, it's not saying it has to last forever. She's 23. We're just saying. I know. You're a baby at 23. Baby. Less to lose then. Absolutely. Are we ready for an Am I the Asshole slash Bridezilla? Sure. Okay. Do you have any you want to read, by the way? No, this is all you. Okay. You're picking uh, decent ones. I saved some. All right. So, like I said, this is kind of Am I the Asshole and Bridezilla. And I'm going to, we'll see what you think, if they're the asshole or not. And I'll say what I think, too. Um, Am I the asshole for taking my friend to court after she kicked me out of the bridal party for cutting my hair? So, we'll see. For my friend's three-day wedding, three days, I had to buy three different dresses, including alterations and specific shoes, which totaled over $700. She also wanted specific hairstyles for each day. Unfortunately, starting in March, my hair started to deteriorate. Due to health reasons, my hair was falling out in chunks, and in May, I made the difficult decision to cut my hair. Oh, I feel for that. Me too. I told the bride about the decision two weeks before the wedding, and she didn't say anything bad. The following week, she came over to my house, and when she was about to leave, she brought up that she was concerned about my haircut, and I told her I would look good, even though I wouldn't be uniform with the other bridesmaids. The following day, I received this message, quote, After our recent conversations, I'd like to remind you of my boundaries. I've been very accommodating and graceful, but I can't allow you to disrespect me. As you know, my wedding has been something I've dreamed of for many years. Husband and I have invested a lot of money into the video and photos of this day, and as we reflect on this day in the future, we want to see our vision reflected in the memories. Since I asked each of you to be a bridesmaid in 2019, I've been very clear and very communicative in my request. The timing of your decision to cut your hair and not income in advance is very upsetting to me. I would have felt respected if you had communicated with me more than a week prior to the wedding so we could have worked together to find a solution. Your inconsistencies have concerned me, and while I sympathize... With your health concerns, I'm not willing to compromise my vision to accommodate you or anyone else when you have informed me in advance and we could have found a better solution. Since this is something you can no longer fully commit to, I need you to please step down from participating in my wedding, end quote. I love how I they can't see you. Are you just trolling your braids around? Like, I'm getting into getting the character. Um, This was three days before the wedding. I immediately sent her and her husband an invoice asking them to reimburse for the dresses and shoes, keeping in mind that one of the dresses is still in her possession, even though I paid for it. Neither of them replied, and so I decided to take it to the court. I was told I was inconsistent and selfish after I spent the past two weeks helping her plan the wedding shower. I worked with another bridesmaid to surprise her with a bridal shower after our bachelorette trip had to be canceled. I spent hours helping her out with wedding details. When she asked me to help her tone up before the wedding, I sent her a personalized workout program and even went with her to gym to the gym to show her the ropes. When I agreed to be her bridesmaid, I was more than willing to oblige with what she asked, even if at times it was a lot of time and money. 
So am I the asshole for taking her to court because she kicked me out for cutting my hair? No. Fuck no! No. Three-day wedding? That's fucking crazy. $700? Because three different outfits. How's your day? How's your wedding three days, first of all? I don't know. I mean, I know Indian weddings are like nine. Jesus. I know. I want to go to an Indian wedding. Nine days? Yeah. What do you do 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 for nine days? The same thing? I don't know. Lots of partying, I guess. Sounds fun. I'd love to go. (sighs) Three days? Jesus. That's a shitty friend. That's just that's a that that's a lot asking your bridesmaids to spend that much money. Plus, they probably gotta take off work for the time commitment, mm-hmm. and then she cut her hair for health reasons. Yeah, and you're kicking her out of the wedding. No, she's not the asshole. Yeah, it's like so weird. It's like I read all these things about these brides that are like everyone needs to have brown hair to their shoulders. Everyone, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Yeah. Huh? If I had to cut my hair for a wedding, I'm like, I'm not going to be in your wedding. Same. I mean, like, my hair was still, unfortunately, pink at Julie's wedding, and I was, like, so embarrassed, and I was, like, crying. I was like, I'm so fucking sorry. I thought, like, I thought it would be gone by now. It had been, like, six months. It wasn't out of my fucking hair. So I wore it up to, like, hide it, but she didn't care. She was like, I don't care, girl. But, like, even still, I, like, hid that it was, like, pink. But she was so chill about it, and, like... I just, like, can't imagine, like, telling my bridesmaids, like, mm, you all need to be, like, this color, and, like, your hair needs to be, like, this, and, like, the same color, and if you have tattoos, you have to cover them. Not, not interested, bitch. Plus, it's not like she just, like, went on a whim and just, like, I don't know, got a pixie cut, which even if she did, who fucking cares? She's having, like, health issues. No, but what, I was in my cousin's wedding and she had a style how she wanted, like, all her bridesmaids to wear their hair, which was the same way, um, whatever, but she paid for it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm paying for it because I want you to wear your hair. And we yeah. did it, but the fact that she paid for it, okay. Yeah, exactly. But all your hair, all, I don't know, they're all different lengths, they're different colors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't think about that stuff. And I don't, But I also haven't been planning my wedding since I was, like, five. So. I mean, I was, and even I don't care. I mean, you guys all look different. Laura had short hair. You had, like, hair pulled up. Lexi had her hair kind of down. Julie had her hair, like, half up. No, so I remember you were like, hey, just show her how you want to do your hair. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. I, I was like, you don't even have to pay for wedding, like, makeup or hair unless you want to. And if you do, cool. And if you don't, just do your own. I don't care. So, no. And I am the bitch that planned this since I was five. I am that I bitch. Just, I, don't, I don't know. I just never... It. It's never been important to me, I guess. You should never put your friends... You should never put... Your wedding over your friend's fucking health and well-being. That's fucked. Maybe her hair is falling out because she was so stressed out. Because your hair falls out in chunks. Yeah. That's, that's stress. so fucked up. Ugh. No. Not the asshole. Yeah, it was voted not the asshole. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Uh, someone said, there are some great lines in that message. Quote, I'd like to remind you of my boundaries. Sorry, other people's boundaries, uh, other people's haircuts aren't within the remit of your boundaries. I've been very accommodating and graceful. Accommodating, lol. Also, none of this says graceful. Husband and I have invested a lot of money into the video and photos of this day. Seems like she doesn't know what invest means. I'm also curious what alternative collaborative solution she would have found to OP's hair falling out. I mean, if it was that big of a deal, buy her a fucking wig. Don't kick her out of the fucking wedding because she has health problems. Like, fuck you. I'm sorry. That's so fucked up. I agree. What is wrong with people? Okay. We're going to wrap up with this one because I saw the title and I was like, what the fuck? And you two were like, what the fuck? It made me laugh. My 37 male wife, 38 female, won't talk to me because I woke up too early. What is this? And this is by MTB Dude Eve T Bot. Okay, I don't fucking. What? Dude. Okay. Whatever. Okay. As of last night, we were kid free thanks to some friends having our kids for a last minute sleepover. The wife and I decided we would watch the new Dungeons and Dragons movies and have a night of doing nothing for once. She fell asleep about 15 minutes into the movie. I stayed up and watched the entire thing. This morning, I woke up around 5 a.m., usually 4.45 a.m. to an alarm on work days because my stomach was not happy. 
I proceeded to spend the next hour or so in and out of the bathroom to shit my brains out <laughs> multiple times. I decided it best to quietly close the door to the bedroom so I wouldn't disturb her sleep from me having the TV on in the living room. I didn't want to go back to bed because of how frequently I was getting back up and I knew this would wake her up as well. The second I sat down on the couch, she came out of the bedroom and asked me what I was doing. I told her my stomach was killing me and I was trying to let her sleep in. She got mad at me and went back to the room but slammed the door. I went in there a few minutes ago to ask her why she's mad at me when I was trying to be considerate. She wouldn't talk to me and just stared at her phone. So help me, Reddit. Did I do something wrong here? <laughs> Wait, what? What the fuck? No. What? I'm confused. Would you be mad? No. I wouldn't be mad either. I'd be like, oh my god, are you okay? Is your First I'd be like, thing? are you alright? Yeah. Do you need something? Yeah. What? Like, I don't understand. He was trying to be considerate. I don't know. I'm very confused. I mean, of course I've gotten, like, mad at, like, weird things before, but that's so fucking weird. No. I remember one time I was having nightmares, and so I couldn't sleep. So I didn't want to wake my uh, boyfriend, so I just got... So I got up, and then I just laid on the couch mm-hmm. with the TV on, the same thing. Yeah. And, like, he came out later and looked for me, see if I was okay. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, and then I went back. We just went back and laid in bed. Yeah. But he's, he was more concerned, like, hey, are you all right? Exactly. Yeah. Not like, oh, my God. Yeah. Weird. That's so fucking weird. Sorry, I was just remembering last night. I was sleeping on the left side of the bed, and then I remember at some point he, like, Pulled me over to the other side of the bed, and I woke up on the other side of the bed this morning. <laughs> I think he made some comment the other night. He was like, yeah, your bony knees were digging into me. We need a bigger bed. I was like, no shit! I toss and turn a lot. We need a bigger bed. What size bed does he a have? A fool! Is your bed bigger? Mine was a queen, but I already got rid of it. I don't want that one. It's old as fuck. That mattress sucked. Well, someone took it. I know. I put it out yesterday, and this guy was like, and I was like, yeah, you can take it. He was like, mm. I was like, yeah. So maybe it was that guy. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It was weird. But I was just laughing because I was like. I know. Well, because I was, my mom thought I was crazy because you had your mattress out there. And I yeah. was like, hey, she had her ma- mattress out there. And then, like, my mom goes out there. She's like, no, that's not a mattress. That's, like, what are your covers or whatever. The whatever's out there right now. Foam, foam topper, yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, what? She's like, that's on a mattress. And, like, later I look outside and I'm like, wait a minute, her mattress is gone. I was yeah. like, she had a mattress there. I did have a mattress there. Yeah, someone took, like, a nightstand or a table stand They took a bunch of stuff, yeah. That's good, though. Yeah, well, I'm glad people them. are getting news yeah. from it. If someone digs in the trash, they'll see a lot of shit in there. I mean, piece, personally, so. I wouldn't want to take someone's mattress off the street. Fuck no. <laughs> but, hey, uh-uh. each zone. He probably saw you and was like, damn, I want that bed she sleeps on. Oof, I doubt it. I looked rough yesterday. I was, like, sweaty and, like, ugh, just so nasty. I feel disgusting. That one too. was silly. I, that one was silly. That one? Yeah. yeah. So someone, Fruit Parfait, said, literally no idea. My husband goes out to the living room so he doesn't wake me up when he can't sleep and is tossing and turning. When I wake up and notice, I just ask if he's okay slash did something happen. Like we were saying. Yeah, I'll make sure they're okay. And he'll tell me he can't sleep. Then I just go back to bed or we cuddle. LOL. You're going to have to sit her down and ask. I just want to see if OP, like, did an update. Because that is the weirdest fucking thing. But my first concern would be, like, are you alright? Yeah, exactly. Especially if he had stomach problems. Be like, are you sick? Yeah, apparently he has Crohn's disease. Oh, okay. So he probably ate something that set it off. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I don't see an update, though. Hmm. Honestly, update, no longer married. Some of these things, like, people actually are like, no, like, divorce your husband. That's fucking crazy. There really? was one that I saved. Um, we could do that really quick if you want to. It's a yeah, that one was one. silly. This is kind of sad. Oh. But we can do it. Do it. Because people told her to break up with him. Um, am I the a-hole for refusing to weigh myself in front of my partner? Okay. Backstory. I, female, and fiancé, male, have broken up over this. Need some impartial opinions if I'm the asshole. I am very insecure about my weight and put on over 10 kilograms through COVID. Uh, Work, stress, and grief. I received an ultimatum in July from my fiancé that if I didn't lose 4 kg by my birthday yesterday, the wedding at the end of this year is off, and he demanded to know what my starting weight was. 
I was really distressed and sad by this at the time of the request that I couldn't even engage with him for a week. I even saw a psychologist to help me process it. I eventually cracked and told him my weight, 76 kilograms. Okay, I want to see how much that is. I know, I don't, I can't. You don't even have to finish reading it. He's already the asshole. So that's about 167-ish pounds. Like what she weighs now? That's her heavy weight, yeah. Okay. We don't live together. I worked really hard and lose 5 kg in about five weeks. Yesterday was my birthday, the weigh-in the way in day he came over to visit. First thing in the morning, I want to get this over with, still upset by the whole experience, and I stood in the scale on my PJs with my weight coming in at just over 70 kg, which he looks at and verbalizes. He weighs himself, then asks me to come back and re-weigh myself in front of him without any clothes on. I refuse. My reasoning was that I already felt humiliated and I was mentally only prepared to do it once, which in my mind I did. He thinks I'm the asshole because I refuse to do something that's important to him. I think he's the asshole for making me go through this experience. I texted a single trusted friend who gave me some reassuring words, essentially that I'm not crazy and this isn't my fault, which I shared with him, not saying who the friend female was. He thinks that is not impartial and I'm bad mouthing him. We broke up over my refusal to reweigh myself in front of him without clothes on. I know people who are impartial. The internet. Am I being, being unreasonable slash the a-hole and not doing something that was important to him? No! Not at all. Fuck no! What? No! Someone said, uh, Rich AD7090 said, what the actual fuck? You really dodged a bullet, OP. I hope you see you deserve so much better than this absolute piece of rat shit. I don't think I'd want to be with someone who told me basically I was too fat and that I need to lose weight and wouldn't marry me if I didn't lose weight. Agreed. That's fucked up. That's nasty. Plus, if you want to lose weight to better yourself, that's wonderful. And numbers alone, like on the scale, can be very triggering. Uh, yeah. So just share them with other people. Oh, God, no, I don't. I never do. I'm embarrassed by it. I don't want to. You shouldn't anybody. have to. That's your personal thing. And the only person who maybe could share that with a doctor or a personal trainer, and that's well. The when only I go people. to the doctors, I stand backwards and I go, "Don't tell me," because they weigh you and stuff. I'm like, "Don't tell me what it is. I don't oh want God, to that's know." That's actually a really good idea. Maybe I'll do that because I hate when they weigh me. Because it can be triggering for it's me. It's so fucking triggering. So for I'm me just too. yeah. So I say, "I don't tell me what it is." I'm gonna turn around yeah. and they always go, "Yeah, no problem." Yep. So I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. Because it's a number, and you can get really focused on that number. Yeah, I haven't weighed myself in a while, and honestly, I'm kind of scared, too, and I don't want to. I haven't weighed myself in, like, a year. Yeah, it's probably going to be depressing, and I'll cry. Ugh, so, like, the thought, like, of, like, a partner being, like... He's tearing her down. Yeah, I, it's abusive. It's abusive. Um, which someone said, um, I, Loria, said... This guy is abusive. Keep him away from you and please consider talking to a therapist to unpack why you didn't kick him to the curb the moment he issued his offensive ultimatum. You deserve better than someone who treats you like that. Mm-hmm. I just think that's so fucked up. It is. Ugh. Like I said, he's tearing you down. Someone said, uh, salute your bung bung. <laughs> said, because OP feels ashamed about her weight and so being abused over it feels right. Like she's getting what she deserves. She's lucky he cut the ties because this could have been a long, drawn-out, fucked-up situation. Now OP needs to address her true abuser herself because staying in that relationship was simply outsourced self-harm. Ooh, I'm not into victim-blaming. I'm really not. However, I do admit that she does need to look in and figure out why she was with someone that was so mentally abusive and would ask such terrible things of her. No, it also means that he can't just love her for her. Yeah, that's nasty. It's not, it doesn't even sound like it was about her health, you know? It sounds like, it just sounded abusive. I don't like it. But it's like they also know if they gained weight or anything. Yeah. And someone said it was never about the weight. It was all about controlling her. Agreed. Agreed. And degrading and humiliating her. And humiliating her. Agreed. Yeah. Because, like, what if she lost the weight and then it was something else? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you lost the weight, but, like, your tits got smaller. I really wish you had big tits. You should save up for some tits. You know, something like that. Or, like, why can't you be, like, yeah, you lost the weight, but, like, why can't you be toned like Jessica? 
she has like the perfect six pack. I wish you did. Okay. Well, let's like, do this. Why can't you let's do Tanner? this. Yeah. Let's do this for a minute. Am I the asshole? Me. So when I was with my ex, we're going to talk about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. My ex used to be really small. I remember. Yeah. And then COVID happened. A lot of people gained weight, mm-hmm. got depressed, all that stuff. And he, you know, he gained significant amount of weight. Yeah. A lot of people did. Me too. Pretty. He became a little bit unrecognizable. He really does. He doesn't look like the same person. No, and unfortunately, people ask me that, you know, what happened to my ex? I'm like, no, it's the same guy. But so I never commented on his weight ever because I know he was already insecure about it. Mm -hmm. So am I the asshole for like, hey, do you want to go on walks, you know? Or, hey, maybe you shouldn't drink a bunch of beer every single night. No, I don't think you're the asshole. You're not like, you're not like looking at him and you're not being like, oh God, you're such an ugly piece of shit. God, you were so much harder when we first started dating. Like, why can't you just like lose weight? Like, oh my God, your friend so-and-so is like so much hotter. Like, look, like, why can't you like do what he does at the gym? Like, why don't you go to him? Like, you weren't saying that. No, not at all. I've never commented on his weight. I just said, hey, you're feeling really insecure about it. Maybe you can do these steps and like to change it. Yeah. I mean, especially if they mention that they're insecure about it and, like, mention wanting to change it, then offering advice or, like, trying to help them, like, I don't think is bad at all. But just, like, out of nowhere, giving someone an ultimatum, like, lose, like, 50 pounds or I'm out, no. No. That's fucked. I never did that. And then, you know, if you really love somebody, weight really should not matter. Yeah. I mean, the thing is... It shouldn't matter in the sense, like, when they start affecting, when it starts affecting them really bad. Like I said, when they start becoming insecure and they won't start doing stuff because of their weight, that's when you're like, hey, maybe, you know. Yeah, and there still has to be attraction there, too. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, when I'm in love with someone, like, even if they, like, gain weight, like, I'm probably still attracted to them. Like, I feel like I've gotten a little chubbier with my boyfriend. And, I I mean, he likes my curves, so. Yeah, but I'm talking about a very, very no, I know that's that's weight. different. Fifty yeah. plus pounds, significant amount of weight. Yeah, that's different. That's different. I know like a few people that have gone through that. Like all of a sudden, like their significant other like gained a bunch of weight, and they were just kind of like, we should, we should maybe work on this because that's like a lot in a in a little yeah, amount. Yeah, well, sometimes when you see the person just like eating fast food every day drinking beer every single night not doing any type of physical activity and that's about their health just and like, their insecurities yeah but it's well. also like hey i care about you mm-hmm. and your health is important yeah so like maybe we should do some healthier steps mm-hmm. and like i can do them with you yeah but if they don't want to change then I, that's where i don't know what to do i mean if they don't want to change then you have to like look in and be like okay do i want to be with someone that is probably not going to change the way they are and is going to keep gaining weight and keep being insecure about it and that possibly affecting our relationship in that way or do do i just want to like kind of like cut my losses and like let them figure shit out on their own and then not push them because I don't want to be that person that's like, well, you have to do this to stay with me. It's well, It really just comes down to like what you can put up with and also what they're doing to help themselves. You know? Well, obviously I couldn't put up with it and I left. Yeah, that's not why though. I mean, there I mean, there's more things to it. a million other reasons. I know, but it's yeah. like, I, am I the asshole for just like, hey, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that no. instead of doing what you're doing now? No. Okay. You good. I don't know. That just, her story made me think of that situation. So. Nah, it's not like that at all. You weren't being. No, I was like, you need to weigh yourself in front of me now. Ugh. Let me see how much weight you've lost. I wouldn't even want to do that at my skinniest. It would still trigger me if my partner was like, let me see your like weight on the scale. No, absolutely not. No. Sir, I had an ED when I was younger. I, I binged, I purged, I starved. I'm still very triggered about weight. If anyone brings up the slightest thing about weight, like, I, I can't. Like, I get really fucked up and in my head over it. So, no. That's not what that is. Okay. Yeah. That's what okay. I said. It's a very triggering thing. And so, you shouldn't have to share that number with anyone if you don't want to. Nope. Let alone yourself. Absolutely. All right. Well. The asshole. Okay. Yeah, he's the asshole, not her. She's wonderful. Hopefully, she gets help. Okay. Well, those were some relationship um, things and 
we obviously started the podcast with talk about relationship and weddings and all the things. So stay tuned because we'll probably do more Am I the Asshole next week and probably some other stuff on Patreon. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Subscribe if you're not already. Um, as always, please follow us everywhere at Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. You can get us on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. On Facebook, I post weird news. Um, Instagram has a bunch of like funny posts and like stuff. TikTok has a bunch of reels, especially paranormal stuff, which you guys seem to love. <laughs> um, and again, Patreon is only $3 a month for tea time, $5 a month for everything, including notes, photos, etc. So you guys should totally get on there. You get tons of extra content. If you're like pining for more podcasts, there you go. Go on Patreon. Re-listen to us, except maybe not the first few because those are rough. But we're getting better. Everyone's first podcasts are rough. Yeah, true. It's true. You're figuring out the way of the world of the podcast. That's rough. As always, guys, follow Montana at mbixsky. Follow me at spellbell, period, poet. If you have suggestions or anything, you can email us at beatonbrunchpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories. We want to give you advice. Do you have any questions that you want answered? Do you have any suggestions for future podcasts? Do you want to see us, like, do more paranormal stuff? Like, it's on you, y'all. So you let us know. Like, I have people that go, look, can you do this, this, and this? I'm like, you know what? Send an email in. Seriously, we can't keep track, everybody. I know. And let us know if you like the recs that we give and if you, like, read or watch, like, anything we've recommended and then, like, we could, like, talk about it. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, and rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And I think that sums us up. So, uh, I think so. We'll see you next week, guys. See you on the next one. Bye. Bye.